You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. This is HR Happy Hour 206, recording live from the Benefit Focus One Place 2015 event in Orlando, Florida. Man, it is beautiful here. Uh, Trish McFarlane, uh, on assignment from the HR Happy Hour Show this week. She's at her own event. Oh, well, not her own event, but a different event in a competing city in Florida. So uh, maybe she'll be recording her own show uh, today as well. But uh, I'm super excited to be here. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It's March 11th. I hope to get this podcast posted on Friday or uh, perhaps next Monday. Again, gorgeous here in Orlando, Florida at Benefit Focus event. And this is, I mean, I came from uh, cold and snowy Rochester, New York, which has been nothing but a series. Like, you know how you can get miserable and then your misery (laughs) just sort of accretes and just continues to build? That's what the winter's been like uh, in Rochester, New York. So i been just so excited to be down here, not just for the event, of course, but just for the hospitality. I've been treated wonderfully by the great folks at Benefit Focus, and uh, thought we'd do a great. We thought we'd do a podcast today to sort of help folks understand more about Benefit Focus, of course. But I'll talk about benefits in general in the larger context and how important benefits are sure. in the modern workplace to the modern employee. So, really excited to be here. We've got two great guests from Benefit Focus here with me. First, on my left. As you're listening on your radio dial, Sean Jenkins, President and Chief Executive Officer of Benefit Focus. Sean is one of the company's founders and has been President and Chief Executive Officer and a member of Benefit Focus Board of Directors since the company's founding in June 2000. Sean, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. Thanks, Steve. Really exciting to be uh, hanging out with you in beautiful Orlando at the Benefit Focus One Place 2015. We've got you know a whole host of our customers, the customer community, very vibrant and growing. We're just having a, a fantastic week. So. Uh, looking forward to spending a few minutes talking about the subject that's near and dear to our heart, which are these great benefits. I am a benefits man all the way, all day long. So, uh, so Sean, thanks for, thanks for hosting. Thank you. Thanks for having such a great event and, and all the hospitality. On my right, Shannon Fowler. Shannon is the director of marketplaces at Benefit Focus. Shannon helps lead the strategic vision and roadmap for Benefit Focus marketplace offerings for employers as well as carriers. Shan, right? We're going to go with Shan? Or yeah, Shan? yeah, I think, Shan. That's like a Shan. That's a, Shandon. That's a cool I get movie. called Shandon when my mom's mad at me. Right. So, uh, we'll go with Shan. Great to have you here, Shan. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and we're so glad you could make it. We um, we really love the HR Tech event and everything that you guys do, so it's it's wonderful to be able to join yeah. you here. And, and I, thank you. It's great to be here. And Shan, for the benefit of folks listening, Shan has one of the best, better beards in the history of HR Happy <laughs> Hour Show. Very solid. I, I can, Thanks. And I can see the potential in it, too. Right. This is actually an award-winning beard. That could, that could become really something with the right kind of dedication and uh, um, you know attention. So right. great. So Sean and Shan, great to be here. Uh, so Sean, I'll start with you. Sure. Why don't you just give us a little bit of the Benefit Focus story, some of the backstory, and tell, tell us a little bit about uh, Benefit Focus. Totally. Thanks, Steve. And, and, um, and thanks for everybody for listening. I tell you, it's a, it's, we're so passionate at Benefit Focus about creating great technology uh, for our, our customer community. So Benefit Focus, we provide a cloud-based set of technologies. It's, it's fresh new technology that's been you know, designed from the ground up to operate in the cloud. We, we organize an employer's benefits, put all their different types of benefits in one place in, in the Benefit Focus platform, 
allowing the employer to open up all of their programs so their employees can shop, enroll, manage, and exchange all their benefits in one place. We deliver this in a software subscription model. Um, we also provide the great technology of Benefocus to insurance carriers as well. So we have a whole host of very large insurance carrier customers, large employers using the Benefit Focus platform. We announced here at One Place yesterday that we now have over 25 million members or subscribers on the Benefit Focus platform. Really a staggering growth that we've seen uh, over the last uh, 10 years or so. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm one of the founders of the company. Our, our deep passion for providing great technology started in 2000. We had a big idea of putting an electronic enrollment system on the web, uh, online system, so that an employer could put all those benefits, regardless of the, you know, the type of benefit, in one location. So you could remove the paper, remove the frustration, unlock the power of these good benefits for the individual so they could go in and see all their programs. The idea, original idea was so that um, after the employees shopped for their benefits, made their elections, it, it, was, a, it was a term that was probably mm -hmm. before its time right. uh, back then. When they got done, they hit save. And then the benefit focus platform would magically transmit all that information off to the insurance companies, over to the payroll vendor, back to the HRIS system. Uh, we knew at the time that employers were spending about 30% of the, their payroll on benefits. Wow. $1.6 trillion now is what's being spent in the U.S. on benefits. So we knew it was a big market, big opportunity. Uh, and we thought our passion for the subject would really propel the business. We're so proud the company's grown every year for 15 years. We had the good fortune of taking our company public uh, in September of 2013, so we're about a year and a half into being a public company. We've had surging growth. Um, most recent quarter, we reported over 30% growth uh, year on year and, and just a whole host of things I know that we'll get into. So. Sure. Sure. Sean, thanks so much for that, that backstory. Did you get to ring bell on, on that day? Yeah. We, the we, exchange? We, we that's, went, that's always cool. Uh, <laughs> I love seeing that. that. It was a total blast. I tell you, we, we went out on the NASDAQ and they're on, you know, they're in Times Square. So they had the whole Times Square lit up with our logo and all kinds of media activity. We brought the, the first 50 associates with the company all came and, wow. and we had a big party and, and my whole family was there and whatnot. So it was, it was really a blast. I, and one thing, Sean, I don't think you mentioned is headquartered in Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina. A actually, a great growing tech community there in Charleston now. Uh, we've got locations across the country. We've got an office in San Francisco and, and engineering teams uh, around. But really, uh, 1,500 associates at the company, uh, growing significantly with our, with our customer community. And just a really great culture. Uh, uh, the values and the culture of the company really come through, and it's fun that the founders continue to run the company yeah. and lead it. South Carolina is near and dear to my heart. I'm a Gamecock. Oh, I'm wow. a proud graduate. Yeah, I, right. I'm always worried though when I talk to guys <laughs> from the South, like, yeah. is it, you know, I don't, a Clemson guy maybe, yeah. Yeah. Georgia guy, I don't know. Right. But Shen, yeah. Gamecock, Clemson, where does your so, affiliations so lie? My familial, <clears throat> my family is our Gamecocks. Oh, my, son go. has decided, you. my son has decided he's a Clemson Tigers fan. Ooh. So I just love watching the back and forth between them, you know, <laughs> listening to the Gamecocks and the uh, Clemson fans. That's I'm actually tough. a Utah Ute, and we've got a good basketball season go. going on. So, go. um, so we're I'm I'm sort of neutral on it. <laughs> That's probably the better move, right? <laughs> yeah. keep, keep peace in the family, <laughs> right. keep peace at the office, right? Yeah. The, uh, hey, Shan, tell us a little bit about marketplaces at Benefit Focus. I saw some of the presentation yesterday that touched on a little bit with one of your mm -hmm. customers, but I'd love for you to dig into a little bit more about how that works, how you guys are bringing more than just say the core you know, get myself sure. covered in medical kind of thing to, to employers and yeah. employees as well. Yeah, so for, for about five years now, we've referred to um, uh, marketplaces as this idea of, uh, you know, shopping for benefits. As Sean said, shop, enroll, manage, and exchange your benefits. And uh, we have um, 
uh, 23 uh, marketplaces that are on our platform currently, wow. which is you know pretty pretty extensive uh, exposure when you look at it. We have both an employer side of our business and a carrier side of our business. Um, so we have a number. We have the benefit focus marketplace, which is our um, flagship offering for our uh, large employer market. But in addition to that, we have um, we have seven marketplaces or seven uh, ca- uh, private exchanges right. uh, that are individual, uh, sponsored uh, by carriers, uh, health insurance carriers, okay. and uh, ancillary benefit carriers. Uh, in addition to that, we have sixteen uh, group marketplaces, again sponsored by um, uh, insurance carriers, okay. uh, and these cover all group markets: the small, uh, mid market, large. Um, all across the board and many different types of benefits on there as well. Retiree benefits, core benefits, um, voluntary and ancillary benefits. So uh, as we take a look at this and we take a look, we have a, a unique position of seeing all these different marketplace um, goals. And over the past several years, as the conversation has really shifted to private exchanges and public exchanges, our goal is always to serve our customers and mm-hmm. to serve, and their goal is to serve their, their customers, customers, which right. is employees and consumers. So when we take a look at it, we look at the uh, consumer perspective and, you know, what what are going to be the things that are going to help them make the best decisions. So our marketplaces are very consumer focused. Is then the experience that, say, an enrollee would have or similar then between, say, the employer side as well as if they're going through a benefit-focused power sort of exchange, mm-hmm. is that end experience the same, similar, as if you build it that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the cloud platform that we have at BenefitFocus. All of our customers... You get the, the benefit. We, we release software every 90 days. We do four, four releases, four major software releases a year. The most recent one, the spring release, had over 500 new features wow. in it. So there's just this fresh flow of new capability, new user experience, new mobile apps that we introduced this week, a whole host of new product announcements that you can actually see on our website at benefitfocus.com uh, from data-driven analytics to the new mobile capabilities. And what, what, what our customer community really loves is as we make innovations you know, for our direct large employer customers, and, and just to give you a data point, we have 553 large employer customers. Mm-hmm. These are employers that have a thousand or more employees okay. uh, in their population. In that number, uh, we added 160 in the last year alone. So that, that, mm-hmm. that business actually is growing a little over 50% year on year. And so those employers, as they experience, as their employees shop for benefits from their employers, as they, as they Enroll as they manage their benefits throughout the year. They're getting all this great contextual information. They're understanding their their usage patterns and their spending through the data analytics. Uh, but then, as we as we make that technology available through the insurance carrier market or through the broker market, those private exchange marketplaces uh, benefit from that learning that we mm-hmm. have, okay. from the utilization, from the adoption experience that we have. Uh, and then those partners, um, one, of, one of them that we demonstrated here this week at one place was Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield there in Maryland and D.C. and Northern Virginia. They got a really great new small and mid-market marketplace. And they take and put their own intellectual property on it. They, they, they extend the platform with some really creative ideas mm-hmm. around helping small employers, in this case, shop for benefits and deciding between defined benefit and defined contribution, uh, recommending packages to these employers. So, you know, the en- engineering and the design of Benefit Focus for the whole platform is then extended by our customers and their creativity and their passion that they bring to their own businesses. Yeah, so that that's an interesting uh, point. A couple things you made a uh, point in there. Uh, one of them was uh, um, the recommended packages. Yes. One of the things I know, I took a lot of notes yesterday in the keynote, <laughs> but that was one of the things I maybe we'll circle back on, just this mm-hmm. idea of providing sort of insight, algorithmic insight and recommendation engine mm-hmm. for people because... Uh, 
as we know, and I know this for sure because I had a lot of experience helping people trying to navigate right. open enrollment back when I was doing it uh, on, on the corporate side, was, man, people really need, they, they need that help, they want that help, and it's very, very important to them mm-hmm. in their, not only just in their relationship with their employer, which is important, but also mm-hmm. in their relationship with their family and just their lives. This is right. really important stuff, and it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to overemphasize it, but I think it's really true. So um, let's do a quick pause. Everybody take a deep breath, grab a drink, <laughs> do a quick reset. This is the HR Happy Hour. This is HR Happy Hour 206, live from Benefit Focus One Place 2015 in Orlando, Florida. My name is Steve Bowes. I'm with Sean Jenkins, President and CEO of Benefit Focus, and Shan Fowler, Director of Marketplaces at Benefit Focus and possessor of the best beard on the mm. HR Happy Hour show today. <laughs> hey, so I want to touch on that just a little bit. I want to, you know, we have the risk of killing. We just did a benefits show last week with Jennifer Benz, who's uh, the program chair of the Health and Benefits Leadership Conference, which I'll be at in a couple weeks out in Las Vegas. And... Um, so benefits is on my mind a lot lately as well. So maybe uh, I ask this in a different way. So what drives, say, the employer customers to engage with benefit focus? Say, particularly in an environment. And this is how I remember the environment was when I was doing this. When I had an HR system, you know, I had that core HRIS. It doesn't matter what it's named or what it's mm-hmm. called, but mm-hmm. been around for a while, and it did have that functional capability to do probably a lot of the benefit open enrollment kinds of things, and it just. You know, it did it. And we, so what, what sort of drives an employer, especially a large employer, to engage, say, with you guys to, to try to improve the experience of open enrollment? Well, you know, Steve, the, the benefits industry is going through a massive revolution. I mean, it's moving to more of a consumer-oriented model. Um, and employers are addressing this in a whole host of different ways. But there's several things that are really driving them uh, to modernize their benefits administration platform and communication. First of all, there's a bunch of compliance and regulations. So the Affordable Care Act and all the regulatory requirements the historic, you know, kind of the legacy systems that have been in place for 10 or more years, they're not keeping pace with the regulatory environment. There's a lot of customization. If you're running an sure. on-prem platform, for example, you got a lot of consultants in there, and every every line of code costs so much money to maintain. So so in, in the cloud, every time we make an update to the Benefit Focus platform, all of our customers get that. They get the compliance. They get all the great new features. And then, you know, you go more into the, the practical benefits. We, we want engagement. We want to engage these employees in their benefits. Sure. We want them to understand the programs that are available to them. We want to provide great contextual-based information, video content. Uh, these are things that we do naturally at Benefit Focus. Our design is around engagement, communication. We have you know, native mobile apps. We have responsive layout for you know, accessing the platform on tablets and in any device you'd be coming, coming through. And then this whole, whole, this whole notion of increasing array of benefits, voluntary programs, wellness programs, credits, gamification, those types of innovations really don't fit well with kind of the legacy systems right. or even the traditional call center outsourcing model. And so we need a, a new engineering paradigm. We need a new set of technologies which we bring to the market. And when our prospective customers see the benefit focus platform, they see the tools, the rich data sets, they really fall in love with the elegant user experience and they can they can kind of see themselves in the future and, and what could be possible with benefits by unlocking the power of these great benefits. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, it's really I mean, I think it's really a perfect storm. We have, you know, as Sean said, you have this uh, this idea of uh, compliance and regulation that is really um, uh, it's really forced people to take a look at their systems and see what's happening there. And since they're looking at their systems and they're opening it up, there are all these things, you know, data and techno- advanced technology and consumerism 
that become less of a nice to have and more right. of a, you know, like we, we've got to have this. We really got to make this work. Now, I'm the, so I'll ask you this way. So now it's March uh, 11th today, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm maybe, I don't know, I'm a mid to large size employer running one of these old legacy things. And, and I know I need to improve the experience uh, my employees have interacting with their benefits, making the right selections. Um, you know, even just understanding where I'm spending my money as an employer. My open enrollment starts, Shan, starts on October 1st. I have 2,000 employees here in the USA. Just that. Mm-hmm. Can I can I go to you and can we make it by October 1st, the open enrolling on Benefit Focus, we start today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, sign me up. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, the, really, the real question is, how does this really work? How complex is it? How, mm-hmm. how do you tie it all together? Because yeah. one of the things that HR people tend to get frustrated with is, I've got an HR system for this. I've got a sure. learning system for that. I've got a performance system over here. Mm-hmm. Now you've introduced another system. Sure. How do you guys help your customers make this all work seamlessly and sort of effortlessly? Yeah, great, great question. And, and one we get a lot this time of year. So our, our kind of peak selling season for our employer business is really the second, third period. We, we, we have a lot of, you know, interviews going on now, people learning about our company. And our, our average implementation for an employer is 120 to 150 days, so four to five months. Uh, we do them as fast as you know, 45 days or so in, in some situations. So employers are looking at this benefit, this annual benefits life cycle they go through. They're, they're out of open enrollment now. They've finished that. They're now beginning to look at this next open enrollment season. So we tend to get into the uh, decision process in February, March, April. We go through a lot of contracting, and um, we bring on a whole host of uh, you know, employers. This, this past year, we added 70 large employers in the second quarter to give you some, wow. some idea of the, of the scale. Uh, just in that one quarter. Um, we, we have a, a really rapid way to do the implementation. We are expert in these implementations. We, we have a, a kickoff meeting. We go through a set of requirements gathering. We, we understand the, the carriers. We the, the, the Benefit Focus platform actually exchanges data with over 1,500 different data exchange connections. We call it this network effect that we have in our ecosystem. So we already know who you're transmitting right. data to. We already know how to do it. Uh, we have a huge customer community managing information. Uh, we have a very disciplined process to go through the the uh, setup of the user experience. One of the fun things that uh, folks get to do with Benefit Focus is they get to actually set up a, a really elegant looking uh, user experience, which is new to them. Right. Many of the systems they use kind of gray backgrounds and sort of accounting looking, <laughs> maybe right. not available throughout the year. And so we we, we were, probably not working perfectly well on mobile or tablets. Right. And exactly. Those other kind of. Access yeah, exactly. Right? So we're going through the whole mobile experience with them. We're, we're talking about user experience and user design and using their logo and their color palettes and things that, you know, that really exciting. You know, people are like, wow, this can be sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we, and then we take them through the process of, you know, final, final, final testing. Um, and we bring the system up. Usually employers will go up on the system for a month or so. Uh, while they use it internally and then open enrollment begins, generally it's the first realization. And then they use it throughout the year, sure. so it's up year round. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, what we're talking about in terms of the, the, the how long it takes, some companies are really surprised to hear that because it really speaks to the difference between like code versus configuration right. and enterprise versus software as a service where, um, you know, we're able to, because we're building on this single platform, we're able to build out a lot more and configure. And then as Sean says, you have this great, you know, interactive, you know, way of providing something that is really, you know, individualized to their company, but takes a lot less time. Yeah. No, it's, uh, the experience just from seeing it, right, and the, the, what I've seen in the last couple of days, and, and again, right, I think about not only what I used to work with when I was sort of providing the service to mm-hmm. companies I worked for, but also what I, you know, work with on my current sort of uh, uh, situation now. It's like, 
oh my God, I want that, right? Because yeah. I can see, I, I get what you're saying, Sean. There, there's probably a time when, say, the director of benefits at a company or the CHRO at a company sees that capability and says, boy, we just got to have that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's got to be that appealing. And, and since it has such a high touch point, right? A, a, a guy is, a, one of the industry guys tells this interesting story about sort of HR technology in the enterprise and, and it's about employee self-service, right? And we all know what that is, right? We all probably have it. You probably have it in your, your company too. And, it, and we were so proud of ourselves for implementing employee self-service as technologists, but then we didn't realize like employees touch that like once a year maybe, like if they moved or if right. they, um, you know, they had a child or something like that or, or never, right? You employee can go a whole year and never touch employee self-service. But benefits is a different story, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's a completely different story where they're, much more closely involved with it, certainly annually, but probably even more often in, in, a, in a perfect, perfect environment. So, um, I guess that's another thing I wouldn't mind touching on a little bit before we wrap up the, the podcast today is sort of the changing sort of role of benefits in the workplace. Now, you guys sort of have an interesting thing here going because you're playing on the employer side. Mm-hmm. You're also doing carrier exchanges as well. And I mean, are you seeing just on a, on a trend basis, like employers kind of moving people out of, say, employer-sponsored coverage and self-insured plans and into more exchanges, or is, is it too early to tell? What's your sort of thoughts on the overall benefits environment? Well, there's definitely a lot of activity going on for sure. And, you know, these these uh, private exchange marketplaces have, have really just come come out of the ground the last uh, last couple of years. Our, our progress is just incredible. The volumes that we're seeing on our private exchanges and deployment, and you. Know, the employer is, is looking at the private exchange, they're looking at the models that are being put forth by the different parties, whether it's the carrier or the broker market. And as, as Shan mentioned earlier, it's really kind of a, one more reason why they're looking at their current systems. It's one more conversation that's coming up saying, we need to evaluate this. And we find time and time again, uh, one, one of the momentum builders in the market is these enterprises have gone to the cloud for other things. So they've gone to Salesforce for sure. CRM, they've gone to Concur for expense management or, or success factors or whatnot. Uh, and so when it comes to benefits, there's now a familiarity, there's a pattern inside the IT department of, hey, let's move to the cloud, we can pick up the pace. Right. And so as the employer looks at private exchange versus just modernizing their benefits platform communication with Benefit Focus, we, we kind of have a solution for both. We, you can end up on one of our private exchanges uh, through one of our partners, or you can go directly with Benefit Focus. And, and there's, there's movement in both segments, both, both aspects of our business are growing tremendously. Uh, actually, what, what we find is our customers like the flexibility. They they know they're on a multiple-year journey. They know that they're, they've got a destination. We have this phrase we use, the next five Octobers. We're, <laughs> we're constantly thinking in our product, you know, in five years from now, what would the world be like? And and to us, this idea of data, data is the foundation. We, we introduced the Benefit Focus Data Cloud this week and a whole host of new analytics. So we want to provide rich sets of data and a path forward for the employer so they're not necessarily making like this a dead-ended permanent decision, we can kind of take the fear out of them. Shan uses this phrase all the time, future-proof, where mm-hmm. you can start in one path with benefit focus and, and, and end up on your journey, you know, evolving that over time with a supreme flexibility uh, because we have all the information, we have all the data, we're, we're using the data and the data science to power the user experience. And as you evolve your benefit programs as an employer or a carrier rolls out new products, We've got the great capability and the flexibility, and, and again, we're releasing software every 90 days, and so the, the pace of activity and innovation is actually accelerating, and as our customer community grows, they're feeding in new ideas, and so we, we see it less as, you know, are they going to move to exchange or not, or are they going to pick one and stay there, and more, they know they've got a multi-year journey ahead of them, and they're looking for flexibility, they're looking for elegant design, they're looking for data sets, structured and unstructured data. 
Uh, so there's a whole bunch of things that go into them. And I think that's what's driving a lot of our growth. It's, and it's really, I just have to say, it's really incredible fun. You know, um, I, when I started, I started, I've been at Benefit Focus for seven and a half years and I wasn't a benefits guy, but, um, but I came down, I remember the very first day I, uh, Sean came over and sat down and started talking to me about data. Um, and I thought, huh, okay, this is interesting. And, and now <laughs> yeah. with everything that's happened, you know, how, who would have thought that this would be the center of the universe in terms of what things uh, are going on and that there are these huge problems to solve and being able to, you know, um, help to solve them is, is really empowering. Yeah, I, I got to believe like in an environment where there's been more change, right, in just the macro benefits environment in the last, I don't know, five years, mm-hmm. probably than in probably the 10 prior sure. or 15 sure. prior, that employees have to be more, in general, right, mm-hmm. have to be more concerned or, mm-hmm. or fretful or whatever the right word is, anxious right. maybe mm-hmm. about what's going to happen because it's such an important part of that that overall, not just the comp package, but just, again, how they manage their lives and how they, they plan to care for their families and take, you know, there's this whole, it's the only, right, it's the only sort of workplace technology where we not, we don't have to just care about the employed person, we have to care about their whole family too, Solid. right? Mm-hmm. And, and everybody that they're responsible for exactly. in their lives. And I think, I think that's what makes this probably, uh, you know, Maybe the most important kind of technology that we, we sort of provide to our employees mm-hmm. to some extent, right? Well, and it's so personal too, and we do hear that, you know, if you have an HRIS typical, you know, sort of a ERP system, it's more employee centric. Oftentimes it doesn't even have the dependence, but we're thinking about, you know, everybody, all the individuals, dependents, uh, in, you know, children, parents, uh, and these are very personal things. I mean, we, we had a, a story uh, recently at Benefit Focus. We had a, a young gentleman, 28 years old, who had a, a spot on his neck that was biopsied. He went back and visited the doctor and got the news that it was a cancerous growth and he was going to need some radiation. And, and as he left the doctor's office, he went and had lunch with his family and they sort of hugged and cried and talked about the, you know, getting through this journey together. And he said that he, he immediately went home and logged into the Benefit Focus platform to find out about his insurance coverage and whether it was going to pay for these treatments and the physicians and the, and the facilities. And then he also wanted to begin to, to study the, the condition. And through our partnership with Mayo Clinic, they have thousands of articles on the top research in the, in the world, really. He, he said he logged out, uh, as he was logging out, with, an, in his phrase, immense sense of relief mm. that, number one, financially he was going to be covered and he could get the treatment, but also he began to understand this uh, condition that he had. Uh, and then further, he said later that afternoon, I really just had this incredible sense of pride that I work for a company at Benefit Focus that builds these great products. He goes, I was proud before and I was excited about the culture and we were having fun, but now that I've had this personal experience, I really understand the social mission that we're on at Benefit Focus. And I really understand the, the, the impact. And so this, these types of, of events and stories are happening all the time with the Benefit Focus technology and our customers providing these benefits. So it is a very personal, very human, very social mission that we're on together. And it makes it that much more fun and that much more rewarding for us as we Absolutely. spend our careers doing it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to get that sort of connected and worked up about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, the fixed asset tracking system, right? <laughs> it's hard to get, get, and and right. honestly, I tell the story sometimes too. My background is in finance and accounting. Mm-hmm. God bless the accountants, yeah. right? Yeah, you need them, sure. right? Obviously, keep us out of trouble. But, <laughs> you know, after like implementing like the 17th accounts payable system, I felt like, boy, we're not really impacting people right. all that much. We're mm-hmm. impacting numbers and figures and, mm-hmm. and balance sheets, which, yeah. Yes, yes, of course, it's important, but you're not really doing that kind of work that is much more meaningful, sure. right, from a technologist side. And so mm-hmm. that's why I was always drawn to the HR technology in general, mm-hmm. and particularly the benefits technology. Totally. Uh, rolling out employee self-service, 
you know, it's great, more like online benefit enrollment is great, but being able to sort of provide people the tools and the resources that they need to make the best decisions mm-hmm. for themselves and mm-hmm. their family and, and to basically not worry so much. Like sure. your, your example, right? Your, your 28-year-old. Sure. That, that he was about ready to, who knows what, right? right. And then felt some sense of, uh, I don't know, yeah. counsel or, mm-hmm. I don't know, relief is the right word. It's probably mm-hmm. not that, but, but sure. you felt better about things, right? Yeah, it, it really is this, this, um, this kind of human element of what we're doing and, and interacting with people. I, I, I often tell people when I first meet them, they say, what do you do? And I say, I get the coolest job in the world. I get to help people provide for their families by building great technology and working with our great mm-hmm. customer community. And so it, it really is just so rewarding and, and to hear the stories and see the impact. And, and you know, we, we, we feel like we're really just getting started. The company's 15 years old. It's grown every year for 15 years. It's growing rapidly now. But there's so much opportunity. There's so much runway ahead of us for us to innovate and and do some really great work together with our customers. That's great. Yeah. All right. So I think we should probably uh, wrap, get back to the fun. We're keeping you guys away from your own events. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with the HR Happy Hour show. And yeah, it's been great. Shan, Sean, what's next? What's sort of, give me this, you know, maybe what's next here at one place the next day or so, or what's mm-hmm. sort of next for you guys, benefit folks more broadly? Yeah, well, so I'll, I'll start off. I think that we're, um, you know, we're, we're always looking, looking ahead and, uh, you know, to, to how we can do, as we talked a lot about data being the foundation of uh, much of what we do, uh, and, and really consumers at the core of it, merging these things and talking about benefit-focused profile and, uh, and, and really finding new ways that we can uh, personalize the experience for people and, and really drive that. Not only the, the technical components, the, you know, the data aspects, but really bring humanity and you know, empathy to the process as well. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. This, this idea of personalization, so we can keep coming back to the benefit-focused data cloud, and the data is the foundation of these benefits and having the right data, but really unlocking that so that, you know, personally we can understand the benefits, we can design them, we can stop wasting money on programs that we don't need and get programs that we do need, uh, and then in our time of need, you know, when there's a crisis, you can really get get the information, surface it, and provide it to, to the individuals. Uh, but we're here, we're in the middle of our one place conference. We got another day and a half here. Great, great community of customers, um, packed house. Uh, our new benefit focus university, which provides certified training. Uh, we had, uh, sold out our, our training here at one wow. place. We doubled it and sold it out again. We've had a waiting list. So, uh, the, the, our university courses are really uh, quite well, uh, you know, so well attended and, and, uh, just a bunch of new things that we're doing. So, we're looking forward to a great year here in 2015. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about that that beautiful new building. I saw in the oh, video the, yesterday. Yeah, the expanded campus. Yeah. You can see more about that on our website at benefitfocus.com. We just opened up a new customer success center, 150,000 square feet dedicated to our customer success on 40-acre campus that we wow. have in Charleston with our That's engineering building and yeah. stuff. So uh, Probably not able to do that in Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, drop probably 40 not. acres right, right, yeah, of the yeah. campus, so good choice. Definitely yeah. no waterfront in Silicon yeah. Valley yeah. either. <laughs> Great. Well, Sean and Shan, thank you so much. For, thanks, Steve. Uh, thanks for hosting the Happy Hour Show at One Place uh, 2015. Uh, uh, remarkable hospitality. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Tori for setting this all up. Appreciate it. She's sitting oddly by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had to get mentioned, but thank you for everything. It's, She's you know, a Gamecock, by the way. There you go. <laughs> I knew I liked you. I'm worried, though, a little bit. You know, we thought the last season we tailed off a little Wine bit. Blind face. I know. We had a, yeah, we had a few good years in a row. Uh, so this is great. So this is the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bose. Trish, we miss you. Come back soon. Uh, what's coming up next? More events coming up. I've got Ultimate Software event. Equifax, who's one of your partners mm-hmm. and, and good friends of our show. We're heading to their event in New Orleans in a couple weeks. Uh, hrtechconference.com, 
Check that out. Tickets are for sale. We'll see. I'm sure we'll see the benefit focus crew at HR we'll Tech this there, year as yeah. well. And uh, that's it from the HR Happy Hour Show. Really enjoyed it. Great to be here. We'll see you next time on the HR Happy Hour Show. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.